0: Joining a product community, it could be a local product community, or it could be your school specific community, just finding that support and then practice how you tell your story.
1: Hello, welcome to Product Brunch, We're two aspiring women in tech looking to help people like us gain industry knowledge in the product world. Now go make some matcha and join us for a quick brunch. super excited today to have Ashley Wayne on our podcast. Ashley is a product designer at Spotify working on podcast monetization. Welcome, Ashley. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, Rose. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Yeah, super hyped that you're here today. Just wondering if you could give us a brief summary of your career in tech. How did you become interested in product design and what made you decide to work at Spotify?
0: yeah for sure i think i first became interested in product design in college where i switched major at least three times because (laughs) i was really searching for what i wanted to do and i remember i started off as a stats major because i liked the analytical and logical side of things but was also really drawn to the creative side of things too so when i got introduced to the hci program at my school i realized that product design actually was a pretty good balance between the two. And as for how I guess I started working at Spotify, Spotify has definitely been one of my dream companies to work for as a designer, because I have always admired the visual and interaction design of the product. And on top of that, I've been really passionate about the creator community, uh, the creator economy, and monetization. So when I got the chance to work on podcast monetization, uh, I
1: just decided to jump right in. That's awesome to hear. You mentioned that you jumped right into podcast monetization and your fascination with the creator economy. What kind of work do you do on a day-to-day basis in your job and what projects do you take on?
0: Yeah, I think working on monetization product has definitely been a very unique experience in that there is this constant challenge to balance the needs from multiple stakeholders. Namely, for my case, it's the Spotify listeners, the advertisers, and the podcast creators. I think a lot of my day and time is spent thinking about how do we accommodate user goals and business goals. And I think given the projects that I've worked on, I think there is no one-size-fits-all solution. As for like specifically my day-to-day job, I would say it's a pretty standard design process and team where I work closely with cross-functional partners. And we work together to really understand our users intentions across different services within their spotify listening journey and during that we'll try to identify how and when the promoted content or monetization is best presented in a very non-intrusive way that also provides values for podcast creators and advertisers
2: yeah that sounds really interesting and we saw in your LinkedIn, that you worked as a designer for a variety of different companies, including LinkedIn, BCG Digital Ventures, and Spotify. Which industry enticed you the most and why?
0: Mm, Yeah, I think I've worked at a range of different places, but all for a short period of time. So I wouldn't say it's very representative. But personally, I think there's definitely pros and cons for each of the industries. For example, when I worked at BCG Digital Ventures and Deloitte Consulting, I've really enjoyed the flexibility to try out different projects within different industries because everything was pretty much project-based. And then I also get to work with different groups of people on each project, which to me was pretty exciting. But if you're someone who values more about the ownership and the growth of the product that you design, like I am now, then I feel like in-house or uh, designing at the tech company would be more suitable for you. The other thing is for me, the favorite part of design process is getting the product shipped and then see how your design gets into the real world and then like how does it actually solve problems and then getting back the data to see how people are actually using it to iterate on the solution. So I think if you value that a lot, then I guess tech firms are more for you.
1: So we saw that you worked as a design intern for companies in China as well, like Microtech and Tencent. What were some of the key takeaways from those internship experiences?
0: So I think in my intern experiences, I realized that the tech product design scene in China is very vibrant, definitely like rapidly changing recently. And the product design roles varies very largely from firm to firm versus I feel like Here, my product design roles definitely doesn't change as much, working from different companies. I think in general, the design roles are a lot more specific. For example, for bigger tech companies, they tend to be separate roles for UI and UX designers and motion designers, instead of having a more holistic product design role. And sometimes PMs in China definitely take more control over the UX experience in that they might wireframes and then be like much more involved in the design process and the other thing is definitely the work-life balance the pace is a lot faster in Chinese tech companies
2: right yeah I think there's definitely a lot of work differences as well as cultural differences between the different tech industries and obviously you have a lot of experience in the area so we wanted to ask you what you think makes a product design portfolio stand out
1: yeah I
0: think As product design, as a profession, gives a lot more popularity among college students. There are a ton of sample standard portfolios that you can find online that tells you what exactly to do. A lot of people follow the templates, and I think I did that when I first started off too. I think that's a helpful first step. But I think a lot of the portfolios nowadays, because of that, lacks a personal branding touch, and they look very similar. I would say especially for like aspiring designers, finding a personal brand and making a good first impression is pretty crucial when building out your portfolio and recruiting because recruiters only have a very short period of time for each of the portfolio. You want it to stand out instead of like blending into all the other portfolio templates.
1: Right, just to hone in on that point. Do you have any advice aside from, you know, having that branding touch for building a portfolio deck? I know when I was interviewing, um, you gave me a lot of advice on having a personalized deck for on-site interviews. How should you present it? What are some criteria that make it successful compared to just scrolling on your website or screen sharing?
0: Yeah, I think compared to the portfolio side, when you're going through a deck, the storytelling is much more key, especially like when you're interviewing. So I think most people do pretty well in like telling the design process, how you started off a problem and then what's the process of brainstorming and then finding solutions. One thing I think, especially I didn't do as well when I was interviewing is that Towards the end of the storytelling, I think we all should make sure to call out the learnings and takeaways from a project. So something a bit more on your personal growth instead of just focusing on the project itself. For example, it could be something that you learned how to better collaborate with engineering and delivering design in this project or how you learn to step back and shift focus when things don't go as planned in a project. I think these insights generally leave a stronger impression and helps interviewers to understand you better as a designer, your skills, your interest, and how you grow, rather than just focusing on the product or product itself.
2: Yeah, that's definitely some really good advice, because it's really hard to pivot away from some of the online advice that tell you to standardized the process of interviews so i feel like your advice that you're talking about is very much personalized to each person and definitely can make a difference in interviews we also know that you have a product podcast product path so i wanted to ask you a little bit more about it and what the mission of the podcast is and also what the process of founding it was like yeah
0: so i am working on this product community called the product path with some of my very good friends I think it started pretty spontaneously because of COVID. So I think that's when we got out of school for about three months and we all like started working. We're super excited, but we were suddenly stuck at home and then felt pretty disconnected with the rest of the company, regardless where we worked at. So I think the mission at the beginning was just to simply connect early professionals and product So people like us to build this community where we could support each other and then also help some aspiring PMs and designers to get into the field. So we're doing the podcast. We also have social media account and LinkedIn groups where people could post questions or just write whatever reflection they have on their uh, current work. And we're trying to grow the community right now.
1: That's awesome. Just a little additional question around Product Path. How has it been like to connect with people and mentoring people? And what's your favorite part about it? Yeah,
0: I think exactly like you said, my favorite part is to find that mentorship that I feel like sometimes could be lost in a work from home environment. I think I've been I felt really fulfilling helping some of the aspiring uh, designers to just maybe go through portfolios or like walk through their decks. And also I find some really valuable mentors within the group. It doesn't have to be a regular meeting. I just feel like I have this group of people I could talk to and people who have faced similar challenges as I just started my career. I think that just casual kind of support system there has been pretty helpful for me.
2: Yeah, that sounds awesome. Definitely, I feel like having a product community, regardless of if it's within product path or maybe some outside like twitter is definitely something that can help people accelerate Mm -hmm. their career as well as finding mentorship and having people to talk to whenever you face issues at work or even just sharing like your love of products so i feel like that's really really awesome i wanted to ask you what advice you would give to product designers new to the industry and what your thoughts are on early career development
0: Yeah, 100%. Two thoughts I have now. One is kind of touched based on what we just talked about. Finding a good mentor, I think it's paramount in growing, especially at early career. UX being so established today, you can find a lot of hard skill tutorials online. Personally, I feel like for me, I've grown the fastest when I have a role model or have a mentor and then learn from their behavior. So I think finding that mentorship and support from people around you is pretty important. And the second thing is that just to be completely honest, I think it's much harder nowadays to break into the industry as a product designer, especially if you want to start at a top tier tech firm like Facebook and Google. Just because the supply has simply increased dramatically, I think a lot more people wanted to get into design now. But that said, companies with relatively younger or smaller design teams are still pretty aggressively hiring new grads. So I think one thing to keep in mind is that if you're being open to design opportunities in different industries and then I guess newer design teams, that will definitely increase your chance in getting into the field as a new grad.
1: Yeah, those are really great advice. I definitely feel like the UX space is getting more saturated every year, but I think the key to like really breaking that is finding mentors and networking. So I was wondering if you have any tips mm. on how do you find mentors? Is it just like cold mailing on LinkedIn or actively reaching out to alumni? Are there other ways outside of that where you could reach out people to the industry?
0: Yeah, I think it depends on if you're hired already or not. Like for me currently, I realize something that I don't do enough is that extending my network within the company that I work for 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 example right now at spotify we actually have a very big design community but just because my daily job probably doesn't involve working with all the designers shouldn't limit my ability or like my willingness to reach out to people to learn more about their work so i would say if you already are in a bigger company you should definitely utilize that network but if you're at school something that i did was definitely just (laughs) not be shameless and I reach (laughs) out to alumni. (laughs) I realize most times people are pretty willing to talk to you and just jump on a pretty quick call. And then just be prepared for these calls and then like ask specific questions and don't ask questions very general. Like, can you just tell me, give me some advice or like what do you think I should do? Just like the more you prepare, the more you could get out of these calls. Last thing I want to say is probably joining a product community could be a local product community or it could be your school-specific community. Just finding that support and then practice how you tell your story, have people review your portfolio. I think it's pretty helpful in the process.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely important, like you said, to have mentors in the area and being active and reaching out to different people. I love how you talked about opportunities opened in those relatively younger and newer companies. So I was wondering, if you have any advice in scoping these types of companies out and how people should try to break into the industry if they're looking for those opportunities.
0: Hmm. I think when I was recruiting, it just sending as many resumes to companies that you think you might be interested in. It's just a lot of opportunities actually open up after initial conversations with recruiters or networking with designers. Because I feel like sometimes the job posting might not be like as up to date and might not be like as comprehensive i think if you really want to work at somewhere don't just stop because you don't see a job post to really try to network and push things through even if you don't get the job right at the moment i think it's definitely good to have that connection they could probably call you back in the future
1: well thank you for all of these awesome advice i think both michelle and i and our listener learned a lot about your process of getting into design and how to recruit? Yeah, for
2: sure. I learned a lot about mentorship in the workplace and the importance of joining a product community. I'm sure our listeners did too. And on that note, what do you think is the best way to get involved with Product Path?
0: Feel free to check out the Product Path page on LinkedIn. We hold some talks regularly there. And then we also are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcast.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. Cool. Thank you all for having me again.
0: This is
2: great. Yeah, this was awesome. We hope to keep interviewing people like you in order to gain more insights into product design and engineering. To our listeners, see you guys in our next episode.